Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City an amazing place to live. It's another beautiful June day here in Johnson City. I'm hanging out with a friend of mine, Leah Martinez. She is Director of Communications and Church Life at Redeemer Community Church and just a good friend. And so we've known each other for a while. I ran into her in the coffee shop the other day and she said, hey, when can I be on the podcast? And I said, (laughs) nobody's ever asked to be on it. I'm asking the people. So I'm excited that you ask and you're on it. So, hey, welcome to the John City Living Podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Honestly, Colin, any chance that I can have to like do something like this, I will jump at it. So, oh, wow. I mean, I so, was teasing, but also not teasing. Oh, okay. So we can get you on like a podcast tour. You can you just know, go it's really funny. podcast to podcast I, to podcast. I have, I just bought one of these. Yeah. I'm pointing to the thing that I don't know the name of some in the middle of the like table. Some kind of like modulator. Transformer. <laughs> It'll turn into a car in a minute. Three headsets. What? So yeah, I'm going to be doing a podcast. Seriously? Yeah. Man. So this is like a, this is a perfect, this is my first time doing one. So it's like a really great practice run. Okay. Drive. What is your podcast going to be about? It's going to be about the Bible, about theology. What? Well, you probably don't want to I'm put doing it with a there. couple of other people. No, no, no. That's the thing because you are the expert of your story. That's true. No one else is the expert of your story. So we're going to have all kinds of people on. Yeah. I'm getting kind of forgetful though. So maybe my, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you for coming in. Um, and you're, you've are you lived in Johnson City for a while. Well, so does this count? I'm actually in Elizabethton. I work in Johnson City. Well, you've been around. Okay, we'll just so say that, does that count? You're, like, you're in Johnson City now. So I told my mom that I was doing this this morning on the way to coming into town. Yeah. She's like, but you don't live in Johnson City. Well, but you're living currently and you're in Johnson City. So that's right. So it it's semantics. Okay, really? Sure. Yeah. Sure, I like it. it. I like it. We're going to go with it. We're going to. I'm but, all about the gray. So here's the deal. You don't work in Elizabethan for a reason. It's true. So true. you love Johnson. Well, tell me what you love first about Johnson City for oh, all the people who are coming to the yeah. area, buying houses with us. What is one thing they're going to be like? Oh, Leah said, I need, I love this about it. I'm sure that a million people have said this on your podcast, but it's it's the people. It is the, the number one. I should Johnson probably rule City. that out. Yeah, you're like that. You can't give that as an answer. Um, I should say, what are your first top two then? It's the but potential, the, the possibility of what can happen in this city. Because you don't come here for, you know, like the cool businesses. I mean, we do have some cool businesses. We do. Right, right, I right, mean, right. we're, we're sitting in there. one. We're like sitting in a really cool Market business. Street Media is one of and the coolest businesses around. And we're getting there. And yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. But you wouldn't like look at Johnson City and be like, man, they're at the innovative. They're on the edge. You right. know? Um, but it's it's the potential of what's possible here yeah. with community. Mm-hmm. Because of the really fantastic people that we have. We have, people. we do have fantastic people. Um, I continue to come back and say, I think that we have a huge body of believers here who love mm-hmm. and adore each other like Jesus would. And so that spirit, when people come from out, they're like, wow, this yeah. is, it's different. And yeah, I feel exactly. really connected. I feel taken care of. I feel loved. You know, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, and then you probably feel that, but then you also um, are reciprocating that to right, others. Right, right. And beautiful. I tell, yeah, and hopefully we are spreading the gospel that way and, and changing hearts. So when people come to town, they're like, oh, hey, this is cool. I want to know more about why these people are all just so sweet and loving and awesome and fantastic. And so, yeah. So um, we met probably, what, 
15, 20 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while. We've been 20, friends for a while. I would have been 12, so it probably wasn't 20 years ago. Well, I may have like but, um, come to your school to do something. <laughs> it definitely it definitely was like 14, 14 15, 15 okay. years ago. Yeah, because I started going to So Redeemer. you're like 15 then? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> 17, 18. Okay. So you were going to Redeemer. We met yeah. there. Yeah. Yep, we did. And I mean, just like talking about the spirit, like walking into, it was a Trinity Art Center building. Mm-hmm. Is where we were yeah, we're then. so, right. We were in a little building. Tiny little building. Yep. Still though, in that circle, still in the round, which was, I know that sounds silly that it's just the shape of the room or right. it's just where people are positioned in the room. Right. So for listeners, when she says in the round, um, our pastor used to stand in the middle of the congregation. And so we'd put all the chairs focused towards him and he would probably get dizzy <laughs> turning and talking running around right yeah but it, but was, it was awesome because we got to one yeah see him and it and was two. also for the purpose of seeing each other i had loved to see each other yeah yeah for yeah. sure um and so walking in there and then john fouché i don't know how what he did or what he articulated because i could, honestly could not tell you what he you know preached on mm-hmm. when i was there for the first couple of times but it was just the spirit that was in the room that was like mm-hmm. i want to come here mm-hmm. more yeah. Um, we actually were still meeting in the round. Mm-hmm. Like we still set up the round. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger, but the cool thing is like, you know, you're worshiping and you yeah. like open your eyes and you look across the room and you see other people worshiping. Mm-hmm. And that to me is really, that's really powerful. It like, or the, the body. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, I'm listening to a podcast called Bama. I have to bring it up because I talk about it. Hey, I'm all about podcasts. Day, every day. What's it called? Bama. B-E-M-A. And Bema. it literally Bema. means to gather around the word. Hmm. And so it's funny to me that that's, that's what we do at church. We gather around. So B E M A. Marty Solomon. Cool. I'll he called me out. a couple weeks ago, you mm. know, I could see that. So you, we, I think we met through redeemer and we then did. you also helped out with the young life. Some. Yeah. I was a young life leader for three and a half years. Wow. College, that's yeah, cool. At David Crockett high school. Nice. Go Pioneers. You were Scott Caldwell. That's right. Scott Caldwell era. The new guy. He was on the podcast for a while. A I saw while that. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be really honest. I haven't listened to a full episode That's of Johnson okay. City Living. Yeah. But I did check out a few of them and listen to To listen to Will mm-hmm. talking a little bit. He's got a good voice. He yeah. has a wonderful voice for he podcasts. Um, yeah. And he does a great job with Young Life locally. So I agree. Um, and then so you left Young Life and you went to work. After college. Well, yeah. I. Yeah. What'd you get your degree in at college? Human services. Human services. Yeah, okay. The lamest. We were talking about that earlier. Mm. I just didn't know what I want to do. Still don't know what I want to do. Well, I don't know, know that super. I mean, you're serving humans. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like yeah, the yeah, calling yeah. of Jesus? Need, I don't know. I'd say it's a lamest idea. Well, like I mean. The lamest the... <laughs> degree. It's probably, it's probably up there. I think. Um, One of the top degrees. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> well, I worked at Firehouse actually pre-college. I worked there in high school. Tell me what Firehouse is for Firehouse people who haven't ever like because people are coming from California listening to this thing. Never been here. You need They've to had, go check out the Firehouse restaurant. It is in an old fire hall on West Market Street, just down West the road. Walnut Street. West Walnut. Close. Dang it! You were really close. West it was Walnut one of those Street. West Street. Six twenty-seven West Walnut Street. Four two three nine two nine seven three seven seven. We also do catering. That's right. Yeah. Tom Seaton started it when he was just a wee lad. I think he was 20 years old when oh my he started gosh. it. Yeah. Um, it was like out of the back of a beer store. They were selling sandwiches and barbecue beans. And then an old fire hall went up for auction. They were able to get a hold of it. 
And they turned it into a restaurant. And here yeah. we are, like, 41 years later. Actually, next month, their 41st anniversary. Really? Yeah. I need to have him on for that. That'd yeah, be good. you should. Yeah. He should. Yeah, it is. So when you come to town, I tell everybody, go to Firehouse. Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. It's fantastic. And you talk about... Um, just feel like what when you walk in, or at least this is how it used to be. I would imagine it's still the same way. Um, but when you walk in, you just feel a sense of walk coming home. Mm-hmm. It does feel, feel welcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just feel kind of like walking into somebody's yourself. living room. Yes. We're gonna go eat dinner over here. Yeah, just yeah. You know, yeah. But at the same time, you're gonna be well taken care of. Oh my gosh, the service, hospitality, is, capital uh, H. Yeah, and the service is just awesome. So, um, what's your favorite thing to eat there? Um, Colin, I've eaten everything there about a bazillion right. times. You so you would, who's going to know better what the favorite thing is? Well. And you may make some kind of like secret menu thing. No, no, no. I won't do that to Tom. That oh. would be very nice. That would be, nice. <laughs> that would be okay. very nice. We won't um, do that. Yeah. Then people ask for it. I have to tell them no. Right. Right. People but Leia said that, you know. Yeah, that's you, right. That's right. <laughs> you take pickles and put them on ribs and roast it. It's fantastic. I don't know. I'm just making that up. So. Um, a barbecue baked potato. Got a little pulled yeah. pork with yeah. some melted cheese just in a baked potato. Carly loves really baked potatoes. Good. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Okay. Um, the brisket is fantastic. It is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm hungrier. That's what I get. All right. My secret menu thing, which okay. you will allow, they allow you to do it, is I get a pulled pork platter because uh-huh. you get two sides. I like beans and fries. Uh-huh. Um, and I get an extra piece of toast mm-hmm. so that I make a like a Texas toast sandwich sure. with barbecue in it. Sure. Unreal. And then you got to get house dressing the to house dip dressing. your fries in. Exactly right. And I'm going to tell you people. It's um, it's just one of the best meals you can eat in Johnson City. And the house dressing is a secret, like recipe. Like, Are so you literally, tell us on the, I, no, no, I don't, don't know, know it. it. No, right. no, no. Tom, Donna, and Justin, their son. Tom and Donna are the couple. Right. Justin's their son. They are literally like the only ones. And they keep it know. in like a vault in a it's cave. A vault, that's in an unknown like location. In a safe. Right. It's in a safe. It's in another right. safe. Right. Right. Like he has one piece of it. She has. One. <laughs> that's right. You need they all have to three together. Yes. Right. <laughs> Turn the keys at the exact same time to open the vault to get the the eye scan, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so you were at Firehouse helping years. That is amazing. Yeah, a long time. It's amazing. That's that's kind that you use that word and maybe not lazy slash unmotivated. No, I don't think so at uh. all. No, I think one because every time I came in there, I saw you and you were hustling and. I feel like um, a lot of the culture was because of your work ethic and spirit. And oh, so you did a great that. job and um, you learned a lot. I'm oh, thinking, I learned right? a so, lot. Yes. Tell us a few things that you learned from oh, being man. there, like well, just as leadership is because sure. you're stepping into a, you stepped into a new role recently. And so yeah, it's actually been a year and a half already. Can Holy you believe cow. That? I know. Well, well that's because of the blip year. The right, blip year. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We don't so talk it's just about like that. six months. So right. I'm brand new. So you're brand new. I'm brand new. Like I said, New role. Um, you know, I probably could talk all day because it was 14 years. About okay, the just give me I like learned. five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Um, I'm kidding. I don't know if I necessarily learned this because of Tom, but just because I was in that environment, I never was pushed by anybody in my entire life. I've always been the kind of like good kid that's like kept their nose clean, done what they're supposed to do. Right. You know, like rule follower. I would be a rebel, but like in a very like, um, still not getting in trouble kind of, oh, okay. way, you know, like, like fringe, like, well, or I mean, very subtle ways, like 
don't touch the thermostat. I touch the thermostat. Mm. Or you know what I mean? I don't know. That's a bad example. I, Anyways, well, I get it. Nobody pushed me. Like everyone just was always sort of make your bed. Kid. I'm gonna just kind of make yeah, it. I'm just gonna yeah. kind of make it. You're the you know. So I was always kind of like put on the like you're the good kid. You right. don't need to like pour there. Oh, this kid over here is like so teachers, young life leaders, my parents. I mean, just everybody was just like, yeah, you got it. So I mean, I just remember thinking like. There's no way. I almost cursed just then. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't. I caught myself. That's good. Because you're a good kid. <laughs> Keep your nose clean. Um, but yeah, it was just like, there has to be more than this. Because I know that I'm not, I don't have it all figured out. Like, I'm not really, like, I don't really have it all put together. Right. So Tom was the first person that challenged me. And I needed it, but I also hated it at the same time because nobody had ever done that for me. Anyways, all of that to say, I think that I just started becoming who I was supposed to be because it was like always in there. Right. But nobody was helping me cultivate it. Nobody was helping me prune it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Tom did that for me leadership wise, you know, he would tell me what did he prune out of you? (laughs) Well, we won't go that way. We'll go more like what, what developed, how how did, what did he develop in you? That I think, well, and honestly, Colin, as I look back in this last year and a half, I would say that it wasn't even something that I was aware of in my 14 years at firehouse, but it wasn't until I was like out of Mm -hmm. firehouse that I was just like, Oh wow, this is, who I am now. And I think that there was just a confidence in myself and my own abilities and what I can do mm-hmm. and not in an arrogant way. Right. Like, because you need, um, confidence and humility, humility right. but I've always erred on the passive side. And so all of a sudden I felt this confidence in me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but for Tom leadership, um, and maybe I'm putting words in his mouth, maybe that's not fair to do, but is very like out in front, you're the go-to, you're flying the flag, you're the, you know, I want to use the word dominant because that sounds kind Mm-mm. of... No. That doesn't I don't sound, feel like that. No, yeah. doesn't sound bad. Okay. But that's not necessarily me. I'm not necessarily an and out-in-front yeah. dominant, and there, and there you There are different know, styles, for sure. There's different styles. And so I started learning my style of leadership mm-hmm. looks a little bit differently, different, yeah, than that. And I think by the end of my tenure there, like the, towards the last two or three years, we both appreciated our differences, yeah. right? And we were able to help each other because we were different and because we weren't exactly the same. Well, and that's great because it takes a body, right? I exactly. Mean, like, some people are arms, some people are legs, so, some people are heads. You know, you like know, you can't... in the Bible, when God creates male and female and he says that female is the helpmate, the only time that word is used in Torah is to describe God himself. And in Hebrew, it literally means the help that opposes. And so two beams can only stand up when there's the point of tension, mm-hmm. right? Like it's in that tension that they support each other. And so it's through opposition, not I'm against you, but I see things differently than you. Sure. And so in learning that, it's like, oh, it's okay if we have different perspectives. Right. Right. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. In fact, that's a really good thing yeah. because we can be better. Right. For sure. Yeah. That is a good spot <laughs> to think about. And Marriage just continues to um, to shape you and um, make you a better person. I, I wouldn't know. Well, <laughs> I'm praying. Let's just pray that you will. Maybe somebody listening to this podcast <laughs> would love to snatch you up. I, and- I am stubborn. I'm frustrating. <laughs> You're not I'm selling yourself. For, I'm yes. not selling myself. You wanna, I yeah. undersell over deliver, Colin. There under you go. Sell, so, <laughs> hey, if you're looking out there. Um. But yes, no, I, I'm, yeah, Carly and I talk about how, I mean, she's got a perspective on things that I couldn't even see this. She's great. I mean, she'll see people in ways that I can't even, like, I'm like, oh, I didn't even see that. You're, sure. I mean, and it's beautiful. And then she'll help 
me and be a better man mm-hmm. all the time, which is great. And vice versa. And vice, and vice versa. versa. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's um it's it's cool. So thank you for that. Something about the Bible, you know, it's the just Bible. like he's teaching us things and all you know, the time. There. And it's <laughs> always changing. It's living. Yes, it really is. That's exactly it's right. It's just amazing. It's exactly so, right. Uh yeah, I'll read the same same verse two times in a different year or whatever and see two different things. It's yep. great. It's always yep. cool. The spirit is moving in there. So read your Bible. And and with others. And that's like going yeah, back shout out to Bema again is like we need each other right. because like when the rabbis will gather around the word, they will um, argue. They'll argue about their perspectives. But then when they walk out, they're walking out arm in arm. Right. And they'll say that the Bible is like a gem that when you turn it, the different facets are going to show. Oh, that's cool. Different parts of. Yeah. Based on our perspectives, right? Based on what we're seeing. Because we're all different. We've we're been shaped different. differently. Right. We've been molded differently. We've been made differently. That's exactly right. But all for his glory. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Okay. So, you learned a lot at, in the 14 years you were there. <laughs> Maybe it took me too long to learn a little bit. Maybe that's more <laughs> accurate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like maybe the you learned it all like, early and you're well, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think God was like, all right, you finally learned this We're gonna, lesson. Yeah. <laughs> it took you a really Sometimes long time. Sometimes it takes a while. Yeah. No. And then, so you don't work at the firehouse anymore, I right? don't. No. Where do you work now? I work at Redeemer Community Church. I do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because you're the director of communications oh, and, commu- man. and whatever, church life. Whatever that means, right? <laughs> So communications, you're you're talking to the body. You were like well, the conduit for information, I'm assuming. Yeah, which is actually, I would say, one of my weak points. I would say I'm a really not a great communicator. So <laughs> it's kind of you say? ironic <laughs> when <laughs> Chris told me that was going to be my new title. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's we're communicating laughable. well right now. I can do this all day, one-on-one, all mm-hmm. day long. Okay. Yeah. So we start, you know, getting out. But with you the don't ripples. talk to one on one. You Can't talk to that. how many people do you guys have attending well, the Redeemer? So that's you know something we've been trying to figure out for the last however long because of COVID is yeah who is actually still a part um, yeah. of the body because we we have like a thousand emails. So when I send an email to Those our church, a thousand it's like people, a thousand people, mm. right? But on a Sunday morning, we'll have like three hundred and fifteen. That's right? still good. Then that's during the summer. You right. know, during the school year, we'll have two services. Because you have a lot we'll more. have people. a lot more college yeah. students that are going to be in town. Right? right. Now they're going to be back in town this year. They'll be back in town. Yep. 75% I heard on yeah. campus. So Yeah, it's exciting. So when kids are here, like before the Probably have close to word, like 500. That's yeah. pretty strong. Yeah. I remember, I don't know what it was. The Lord just was like, all right, we're going to blow this thing up. Because when we yeah. moved from Trinity to... The King Center. The King Center, which mm-hmm. is downtown above Main Street Pizza, right here in downtown Johnson City, one of the best places in the world. Um, it's a beautiful venue. Anyway, that's where Redeemer is on Sundays. And mm-hmm. so when we moved to this new venue, it was like, oh, there were kids that just started coming like crazy. I don't know, like maybe they were already there and we just kind of camped in front of them. I don't know what it was. But I think, you know, if we look at the landscape of churches in Johnson City, for whatever reason... Um, I, whether you want to say it's John Fouché and his style and mm-hmm. what he was saying, whatever it was, there just like was an itch that wasn't being scratched in mm-hmm. other areas. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, you know, it just spread like wildfire among yeah. Christians on campus of like, Hey, we need to go check out this place. Right. They're talking about this grace thing yep. and this love thing. Yeah. And it's changing something in me. Yeah. Which is it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Jim Fickley. I saw him this morning yeah. at the gym. Did hey. you? Yep. Old Jim. Just got back from vacation. Was he tan? He was a little tan. That guy doesn't age. 
He looks identical. I'm like, I don't know how on. you do it. He said his dad looked like 40 when he was when he passed away. So hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see how Jim does. I think he's like he's probably like 85 now, and he looks like he's 38. I won't. I know his age, and I won't say. Yeah, I'll keep I that would. to myself. Yeah, we'll keep it quiet. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think something resonated with the kids in the mm-hmm. area, and then they started talking to one another, and just boom, it yeah. just has taken yeah. off, which is which is awesome. And so um, we were there when that when it started going nuts, and yes. so we were there for quite a while, and it just kept growing and growing, and it was a lot of it was very um, fun because we we're meeting all kinds of new kids mm-hmm. and challenging because. There were a lot of college kids and, you know, and we need staff and that kind of thing. And college kids aren't making money, you know, so you're having to figure out how you do all this with, you know, with right. on a lower budget. And so it was it was a cool time. But now lots of families are coming, too. Yeah. Right. You got a lot. Yeah. of. It's been really neat this last year, actually, Colin. I do. I will not say I, I please don't hear this wrong. Like, I'm not thankful for covid, but there's been some beautiful things that have happened yeah. because of covid. So when we reopened in June of twenty twenty. Um, we were being very cautious. I mean, it's a huge room. It's like 10,000 square feet. Right. That room is ginormous. Beautiful venue, by the way, if mm-hmm. you need a place for a wedding. Old so, hardwood you know, floors. Nice posts that get in your way when you're trying to That's leave. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but um, we set up the room for just 70 people. Oh, so wow. So you can imagine, like, that room felt very empty. Yeah. You know? So we just had little like pockets we're just get of in the chairs, corner. <laughs> and they were, like, 10 feet apart, and everyone was wearing masks. And um, for a while, we weren't even really singing. We did some um, very contemplative um, liturgies, mm-hmm. and we were doing things like that in order to speak to make sure that we were providing a safe place. Like sure. we were still gathering, but masked, all that. Everything stuff. Yeah. was being cleaned. Yep. Yeah, basically, we were like spraying people down with Lysol as sure. they walking in the door. Yep. Um, but because of that, we had to RSVP. Like, so we never turned people away. Like, so right. if someone just showed up. Like, we didn't turn them away. But I, we just learned so many names of people because when you have to RSVP and you're checking off a list, you know exactly who's in that yeah, room. Yeah. You know? And all of a sudden it was like connections could be made that weren't possible. Right. It's when hard to hide in the back people. row or whatever. It's hard to hide yeah. in the back row. But it was just like all of a sudden people wanted community mm-hmm. and so they're looking for connections. And so being able to say, hey, Lynn and Daryl, meet this new couple from mm. Indiana yeah. that just moved here and they actually go to Redstone now. The Mortlands, yes. Steve and Erica, yes, fantastic. Yes, yeah. They are sweet. I love them. Yeah. Um. So that was really sweet. All of a sudden, feeling like, okay, I know that we can't gather in the sense that we were gathering before, but almost feels like there's this core of people that maybe didn't feel like they were the core before, right. or didn't know how to plug in or engage. That all of a sudden they're like, oh, I have to be the church because five staff members right. they ain't going to get this done, right? Like, right. We need to be doing this together. Yeah. And so that was really beautiful. And so I hope that that's a spirit that kind of continues. Continues, sure. Right. So this past Sunday was the second Sunday that we did an RSVP. The room is full. I think we had like close to 300 people. That's awesome. Room. Yeah, it was. And so I'm just really hoping, okay, all of you people that have been doing that for the, the last year, let's continue yeah. to do that. And I think that's something you probably should communicate. Oh, I am. Oh. Don't don't you worry. Oh, good. I am doing. Well, I'm, I'm not on your. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm on the email list anymore. So that's I don't okay. Get to you know don't. That. You probably don't need another email, right, Colin? Uh, I've got a few unopened few. emails. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a bad. We won't go there. Okay. I just have a lot. I have, yeah. Well, it's yeah, yeah. It's just it's. A, I have a, to keep a, my a, inbox a, at zero. See, you're. I, I have I, to keep it at zero. I, I appreciate that. I would. I'd like to do that myself, and I need to get there. Okay. 
Um, so what are you excited about besides communicating to the body? <laughs> What's church life like? I mean, you're also director of well, church life. So this, okay, I'll just like go into a little bit of the history. Is that okay of this? Yeah. Like, so when Chris Egger called me June 2019. He's a guy left. He is Chris. Egg, shout out to Chris Egger who <laughs> hey Chris, is I'm in just messing Cincinnati, with you. Yeah. and him and Amelia are fantastic human beings. Well, he's one of those guys. I'm okay with him leaving because you know he could do everything like exceptionally well. Like you hang out with him and you're just like, I've got so much work to do, and but you I'll are say, so smart, and you can play every. Colin, instrument. I will absolutely agree with you 100 percent on what you just said. But I will add another thing and say that he looks at each person and he sees them and then he helps call out the good in them yeah. and that is a beautiful thing this is true that's he a is, beautiful thing you're a stud chris we love you we, <laughs> so, we miss you and, uh, when he um you. when he called me june 2019 i was actually sitting at my desk at the firehouse you know surprise surprise that's where i was and told me that there was a position open and um you know it was a little bit honestly like a step down you know in the sense of like responsibility and things like that hey, well how many that. people did you oversee at the firehouse I think there were, oh gosh, at one, I mean, like, there probably are like heyday, like 80. Okay. And now you have a thousand emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't my role initially. Well, so I, so but I was we're here on, now. He knew what was happening. <laughs> I was brought on as just like the executive assistant event host. Well, I didn't actually come on until January 2020. There was okay. like a lot that happened between June gotcha. and then. But anyways, came on. Had a good three-month start. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I worked a three-month notice at the firehouse. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, well, so like I work eight weeks. I'd already had this trip to Prague planned. My sister and I went to Prague so for like two weeks. So it only works like eight weeks and then COVID hit. Did you get to go to Prague? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we cool. went in Right before. Right before. Gotcha. Um, snuck so, it in. Snuck it in. So I worked like eight normal weeks before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting at home, you know, we were all relegated to go home for like six weeks and we're all working from home, FaceTiming, Marco Poloing, emailing, all of the things, Zooming. And I remember just thinking like, what the heck? See, I caught myself again. I didn't curse. What the heck am I doing with myself and my time? I felt guilty, honestly, because I was so used to a fast pace of working like 70, 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And then also just like having a ton of stuff to mm-hmm. do. And all of a sudden I'm sitting at home and like everything about my job revolves around the actual physical building mm-hmm. and Sunday morning, which neither of those things They're kind of like happening. sweating it. Do they need me? Am I going to get cut here? Well, it wasn't that even. It was just like, I feel guilty that I'm getting paid and yeah. I'm not oh, I gotcha. pulling my weight. Yeah. So, I mean, I was always asking all of those guys, like, what can I do? How can mm-hmm. I help? And I think they were just so underwater trying to figure out what's going on. They right. didn't even know. I mean, it was hour by hour. Hour by like hour. You were changing. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. we can't So they do didn't that. even know. And I didn't want to be, I'm the type of person, I don't want to be annoying. Like, I can sense, like, you're really stressed. I'm not even going right. to ask you what I can do. Just, like, if you need me, I'm here. Right. You know? So I was like, okay, I can't do anything. Like, I can't do what Chris is doing with worship. I can't do the sermon that Jeff is doing, whatever. But I can call people. Yeah. So I literally just spent like eight hours a day just calling people on the phone and then just like doing some little things and getting small groups of people to like, you know, we would go do food pantry runs yeah. for different organizations. How and fun like five is that? Or six people yeah. would come or we would like did something special for Mother's Day for the staff and elder wives or just different things that it was like, okay, how can we get some people together to do something? Sure. Because people are at home. People feel unconnected and seen. Yeah. I felt like the devil had a lot to do with COVID. Like, hey, let's get everybody isolated. Let's get them on their own. Let's make them feel unconnected. 
And so good so, for you connecting with those folks. Well, like I said, it was partly out of like, God, I, for whatever reason, am in this spot right now mm-hmm. and I don't want to just sit almost, cur- I mean, I need to like watch my mouth. Mm. I'm like catching myself all these times. You can cursing. just wear the headset around all day. Just wear it around all day. <laughs> but just sitting, doing nothing. I can't do that. Like that's just not in me. Right. Um, but I also, yeah, there, there's, there's something here. Yeah. There's something here to do. So as a result of that, I had worked, I think like four months, five months. And then Chris told me that they, I was getting like, uh, promoted. Know, yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to call that. Sure. Cause he was leaving. You kind of helped no, with some of his in, job. This was in June, this oh, was okay. in June of last year, July of last year. No, he didn't leave until December. Hmm. No, just kind of like in recognition that Maybe my role was different I, yeah. than originally planned. Yeah. yeah, that I was just doing different things. Yeah. So it was more of a recognition of like honoring what I was already doing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that's how that silly title that seems very silly okay. came to be. Hey, guess what? You can, let's pretend you can pick your new title. I don't want to. I don't like titles. What would you, what would you call yourself? Leia Martinez, human being. <laughs> I like it. I'm a human being <laughs> made in the image of God. Director becoming... of human services. Uh... <laughs> I like it. That's it. You're director of human service. Um, so you've been there a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So what's the future of Redeemer look like this summer for you guys? What do you, you got big plans? We have um, some things in the works. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I missed a meeting this morning, Bill and Allie Anderson that works with The Well, which The oh, Well yeah. is a fantastic college ministry. We love The Well. I'm yes. having breakfast with James tomorrow to Are talk you? about The Well Golf Tournament. Wonderful. So if you play golf, we would love to have you out to The yeah, Well Golf Tournament really? September 24th at Elizabethan. <laughs> hey, Elizabethan. <laughs> Please. Hey, that's hey. right. It's, it's full circle. It just comes all the way back. That's right. It all does. It all yeah. does. So we'd love for you to join our tournament. They, um, we've been having a conversation um, as staff. You know, it's like when we started 2021 and we were just thinking like, who's coming to our church? Yeah. And really, we've been downtown 10 years. 10 That's years we've been in the King Center yeah. building, which is in the heart of downtown Johnson City. Yep. But really, we don't have a lot of roots in downtown. You know, we aren't necessarily like known in the downtown community or necessarily like serving hands and feet wise. Right. In a way like, and not to compare because it's not a comparison game, but like in the way that Muncie perhaps is. Yeah. They've got the food. Yeah. Um, um, melting pot. Mel- the melting Served pot. Served there and, lots of times. Mm-hmm, that's right. And then but, Maddie over at the altar, they're engaging yeah. a lot downtown yes. too. So. so we were like, you know, before we start just doing a bunch yeah. of things, we probably should listen first. Mm-hmm. So we yep. started having some luncheons and we just had different people, entrepreneurs, business owners from downtown, mm-hmm. the police officers, um, different ministry organizations. And we were just sitting at the table and we were just like, just talk to me, mm-hmm. just talk to me. And now from that point on, like, I think we started that mid-March just building relationships. And that's a lot of it. What I've been doing is just like meeting with these people, cool. keeping the relationship going. And a lady, um, that works at Good Sam had this fantastic idea of, man, what would it look like if we had kind of an expo of all of these wonderful organizations that exist mm-hmm. within Johnson City mm-hmm. to offer a day of services? And she, so we're talking about it, and I'm like, how wonderful would it be if, like, yes, we're doing that for that one day, but the main goal, the main push of it is for all of these organizations to be connected and to realize, oh, that's what you do, mm-hmm. and to build relationships mm-hmm. because – 
you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I was just talking about what I love about Johnson City is the potential. Yep. And I think with just the great, amazing people we have, I'm like, man, if we could really just do a little bit more together, something like what you're saying about the body of Christ, doing a little bit more together. Synergy. You just have a little more bigger impact. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm... I started helping out with Appalachian Opportunity Fund. I know they've been on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And love what they do. They believe any person, doesn't matter how much money you make, can be financially free. And so they work really hard. Adam does a good job with it. Yes. And Abraham has been, Abraham McIntyre has been incredible, incredible help. Um, All of that to say, he'll have clients, they'll have clients that will have all these other needs other than the financial. Right. That's just one piece of of the puzzle. Yeah. They're a single mom or they're, you know, whatever. I don't want to put people in boxes, Uh, but they just have all these other needs. And because AOF is set up to be a financial help, they aren't set up to do all these other things. And so I'm like, man, what would it look like if they had all these trusted partners Mm -hmm. that when someone says, hey, I have a need for this, Mm -hmm. they can, oh, hey, my friend Colin does that. Let me put you guys in touch. Um, And so it doesn't even have to be that, like, I know what's going on with every single organization, but I have relationship with these people and we can lean on each other. To really have a greater impact. I love it. Um, so we're going to do that in September. Okay. So you're having a expo. A community resource expo. In September. Yes. Okay. And then so let's just roundtable this real quick. So sure. you got, say, 15 different organizations show up. And then so you got somebody who their car just broke down. They're, you know, hurting, whatever it might be. They have mm-hmm. a need. Mm-hmm. What's the go-to point? for them to like one, I guess, part because how do they, how do we communicate that well to them? Like, okay, if you. To the individual? Yeah. Or like, how's the individual know where to go? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. sure. And then once that happens, who's their contact person? Like, I, like we have, people call me all the time. Like, Hey, do you have a guy who does gutters? I'm like, yes, call this dude. Mm-hmm. Or Hey, do you just pressure wash? You know, like, yeah. so I feel yeah. like I'm kind of the hub. You're the hub. Yeah. Because so, you're uh, in that line of business so who's the hub in, in i don't know down? if there would be a hub per se but these a person walks into good sam yep and they need x service and right. good sam provides x service they do and they but they need y service and good sam doesn't provide that but now good sam has these relationships yeah. i'm just using them as an example well and aaron murphy's great and so they, um, yeah and so the and they social worker can that. say right. oh I'm, I'm sure they do for yeah. but i'm just like man the more that we can maximize our relationships with one another right. Man, the bigger impact. So then they can say, okay, you need Y service. Yep. My friend Leah over here at Redeemer, mm-hmm. they do this. Like, let mm-hmm. me connect you with her. And then then Terry calls me up and says, hey, Leah, blah, 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 blah. Right. And all of a sudden that person, because this is what I see a lot, even just at Redeemer, people calling saying, I've called five different places. I've called six different places mm-hmm. looking for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, what if like the one place that they called, even if that place couldn't do it, said, hey, let me connect you with so-and-so. And so that person who already is struggling, already has mm-hmm. a problem with mm-hmm. whatever, doesn't have to spend their whole day right. trying to find Right. That's the what I'm resource. saying. Like, so, yeah. So all the, so we, all the organizations know about each other. Exactly. But maybe there's a hub. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Who right. would pay for the hub? <laughs> Well, I think that, you know, if you've got all these services already put together and people are donating, I, I don't know that the hub's that, you know, expensive. Um, I think it's maybe just a, you could even have a Google number where somebody calls mm-hmm. in and it goes to somebody like you, for instance, or who knows who it is. Um, 
I think one of these the organizations would just be all of the organizations just knowing about each other yeah. and relying on each so other. So it's just one call to any of them and it they all be. know. Yeah. Because I mean, how do we goal. simplify? Yes. And that was something Salvation Army, Bethany and Antoine Yoakum at Salvation Army, yeah. they were like having the conversation with different organizations and they were saying, oh man, we're all providing all of these meals. Mm-hmm. Like if someone needs meal, they're going to like four different places right. and they're able to get four meals in one day. What would it look like to coordinate with all of these places so that someone can still get a meal, breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner every day of the week, but it doesn't have to all be from Salvation Army. It doesn't all have to be from this place. And all of a sudden we can spend this money now being more impactful in other ways. I'm a big fan of synergy and like group, like, yeah. Cause if you're going to buy, corn or whatever that you're going to serve that night on the line for the yeah. food whatever why don't you go buy corn for all of the people you know right you know figure it out and then so um i think yeah just synergy yep. is my word that keeps coming to my brain but yeah. figuring it yeah. out how to do it more instead efficiently of, and yes. serve and impact more people like you were saying yeah yeah instead of all building our own silos right like we don't need to fly our own flags like well and that's where humility i think steps yes. in like yes. i don't i don't need to be the guy yes. waving the flag and going it's about and me facts. no it's about all these people we're helping yeah yeah and even if you are doing an amazing job like one person can still only do so much right Correct. Like even if you're an amazing human being like you can still only do so much it takes a body. We need each other. Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, I'm excited about that. That's great. September I love downtown. 24th. September 24th. 24th. Hey, that's our golf tournament that day. That is the golf tournament day. Look at that. It's, it's, I won't call you to volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it and where is it at? It's, it's going to be at the Pavilion, which is um, right downtown. So it's perfect. Um, that's the farmer's market the, kind of deal? The, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By Founders Park. Um, and we're going to be there from 9 till 3 in the afternoon, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So that is, that's a Friday. Thir- it's a Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. September 24th is a Thursday. Maybe I've got my, maybe it's September 25th then for my golf tournament. I think it's Friday. Yeah, because I think the Weld typically does Fridays. Fridays. We typically yeah. do that. Yeah, because we use Firehouse. Always we them, always so. have Firehouse. <laughs> right. So, yeah, if you know somebody over there, maybe you could say, hey, um, we're going to try and get lunch again. Um, okay. Well, what do you see happening downtown, like in the next five years that you're excited about? I mean, I think I've already been talking about this, just the potential. Um, of what's possible, you know, hearing from different, um, businesses, particularly it's hard because downtown is also the hub for a lot of our homeless mm. populations so, you yeah. know, as, as people a- are trying to start a new business and people are wanting to come downtown and spend time downtown, you have a very real, um, presence, uh, tension point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I don't have any solutions. I have no solutions other than what we're kind of already dancing around, which is we're all made in the image of God mm-hmm. and we all need to see each other that way first before right. anything else, before yeah. we put ourselves in any other boxes. And just having a listening spirit. Um, and that answers like, right, that's not a solution. And there's no like, these are the steps. Right. But we're human beings. Like, it's more complicated than. Um, Oh, it's this problem. This sure. is the problem. I I don't. Yeah. I, by the grace of God, I haven't made decisions that have made me homeless. You know, and so right. Um, I don't understand it either. I don't know that there is one perfect solution for it, and um, it's just it's heartbreaking to see these individuals just struggling. And so I would love to help them somehow. Um, I don't know how. To, yeah, I don't know how to answer. So I wish we could figure that one out. 
Um, it can't be a good place, you know. No. No. But unfortunately, I think it's a comfortable place for a lot of them. And there's fear involved and just a lot of, there's a lot of issues. And so you kind of go. Well, it's the same with any of us, right? We get in a pattern. Yeah. Whether that's with our thoughts or with our actions, we get in a cyclical pattern. Did you know 70% of our actions are habit because of a habit? I totally believe that. 70. Like, so everything you do every day is like a habit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'll be doing something and I'm literally like, how did I even get in this room? Because I wasn't even thinking about what I was doing, which is scary and Perhaps good that I'm not having to use <laughs> brain energy at first. Thanks for the autopilot button. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. exactly. Right. Um, and so not as an excuse, but these folks have gotten into this pattern. And mm-hmm. so it's not even so much that they're maybe even comfortable, but this is just mm-hmm. what's known. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd love to, if you've got any ideas on how we can help all these folks, I mean, it's, it's an issue, but we, we just need to love them and take care of them and do what we can to serve yeah, them. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm reading a book right now. I think some of it, Colin, is like also looking to see how are we creating these problems for mm. some of these people? Like, mm-hmm. how are we creating things? And when I say we, I don't mean you and me. I don't mean people in Johnson City, like across America. Society. Like, how like, are we is, creating like, and propping up systems that are perhaps putting people in these places? Correct. Yeah. Because if we're propping up systems that are keeping people marginalized and then we don't want them in our towns, like we're putting them in that place sure. and to a certain extent. Yeah, I get it. Not a hundred percent, but to a certain extent. Oh, so, I think there's definite responsibility on our side. Yeah. Looking to see like, what are the systems that we can change? What mm-hmm. are some things that we can change? We have to just start small. Right. And I think providing hope or yeah. some sort of future for them to go, oh, okay, this could be different. And yeah. I could be different and I could have like a different life and Yeah, just helping that grow. So, well, thank you for doing that too. So you've got a lot going on and you're sending out a thousand emails a day. So that's not great. a day. No, no, no. That would annoy people, right? That would annoy me if I got a thousand or even just one email. Well, you're just sending one email to a thousand people. So it's technically right. a thousand emails. It's like you're super fast on your computer. But... Um, okay. What is your second favorite thing about Johnson City since you came up with the same answers the everybody same else? Answer. The same wonderful I answer know. about all our amazing I, people. The second answer, I'm sure everyone has said this too, but we are just in a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, literally outside my office window, I see mountains. You drive five minutes and you can be in a mountain bike, park, yeah. right? Like you drive an hour and you're in, you're on the Appalachian Trail. I mean, it's just, we live in a beautiful it area. There's lakes and rivers and. Yeah. I'm helping a family right now and they're moving from Las Vegas and. Of course they are. Who wants to live in Las Vegas? <laughs> they, they don't. And so he said, um, he, he goes, man, like, cause I was video showing him houses, which we do a lot of now. And sure. he was like, it is so green. And I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like, and he goes, he it. said, look at my window. And it was just brown yep, desert. Right. Yep. Looking, it was just. It well, was, I will say, Colin, I grew up in Arizona for the first nine years of my life. So you're all about the brown. Well, there's something beautiful about the desert, right? Like, well, it's and Carly's been to um, over there, and she said it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Desert. I mean, there's nothing like a desert sunset. Like, it's just S- Sonoma. Is that right? Sonoma's beautiful. Sedona. Sedona. That's the beautiful. one. She said it's gorgeous. Yeah. So gorgeous. But all of that to say. Um, so living in Elizabethton, I have to drive home from Johnson City every day, but I get mm. a chance to listen to great podcasts yep. on my drive home. I'm glad you listened to this one. I do. 
So I'm driving home. There's this one part right before you get to Happy Valley High School. You're like cresting oh, a hill. Oh, fantastic. And you can just see the mountains. And mm-hmm. I always try to make sure that whatever I'm thinking about, just stop mm-hmm. and just be thankful mm-hmm. because living here really is a gift. Yep. I agree. So there's responsibility that comes with that gift to take care of it. We have to steward our area yes, well. For that's sure. right. That's, that's right. right. I tell people, if you're moving here and you're crazy or you're trying to change us <laughs> up super fast, I mean, we're good for some good changes, right? That's we right. want to keep growing. Right. Potential. Yep. But there's a reason you're leaving or you're leaving. And so just come and enjoy for that's a while. Right. And then that's right. and observe and kind of get involved. And and then we can talk about some changes maybe. I don't know. Um Okay. Well, you don't know who else is listening out there. Any um, Anything else you want to share with the community oh, before man. we get off? I just know you got like tons of stuff. but Tons of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want everybody today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And so you have what you need. There's more, right? Like there's always more. We're being pruned. We're becoming... But in that process, like you have what you need, like the spirit mm-hmm. um, is in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, right? And so in, things can feel insurmountable, insurmountable. Right. things can feel overwhelming, but um, but you have it. And like Christ says, there's freedom in him. Yeah. And when you live into that rhythm with him and you don't have to meet people's expectations, you don't have to assume what people are thinking of me and try to live into what I think. I mean, there's freedom mm-hmm. in that in mm-hmm. being who Christ has made me to be. And so I would just say, whoever's listening today, just remind yourself you're made in the image of God before anything else, before you're a dad, a mom, mm-hmm. a husband, whatever you are a human being and yeah. it is good to be a human being. And it's amazing that the creator of the universe who threw all the stars into place yep. Yep. is listening to your prayer. Like That's right. That's you are right. one in four billion people. Yeah. And if you yeah. pray to the creator of the... And it's like sweet incense to him, right? It is unbelievable yeah. that he is even hearing our what prayer. What do they you say? Know, there's like six, doesn't that blow your mind? There's like six galaxies per person on the planet right now. Isn't like some crazy, crazy number. That's one they found. Like, and it keeps saying that it keeps expanding. Keeps, and I'm yeah. like, what is it? You know, is God just like got but his see, hands out so, there? He's just kind of like watching it just like expand. He's like, yeah, it's getting a little big. I'm on. To me, though, that's like exciting and beautiful because I there's more, right? Like I can't put God in a box. Like I'm not holding no. him. I can't figure him out. Like Unfathomable. Wants, I mean, our ways are yeah, when he like says so like, low <laughs> compared to <laughs> When he says, I want to know you, it's experiential knowing. Yeah. You know, it's not checking things off a box, right. checking things off a list of like, I know this about God. No, no, right. no, no, no. It's experiencing together. Yeah. And you, coming back to communication, you yeah. have to communicate with him because he, mm-hmm. he knows you, but then... To know him, you have yep. to talk to him all the time. And yep. so pray without ceasing. That's right. That's right. Just moment by moment. Moment by moment. Yep. Walk yep. just in the spirit all day long. And so, yeah, that's good, good stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. It's been so much fun. Well, and you're a joy. So thank you for brightening my day and I'm hoping brightening people listening and on Facebook if you're out there. This is Leah. She's that's awesome. Right. Come to Redeemer. We're at Redstone. We came out of Redeemer a while ago. That's right. So. That's right. Um, you've got options, but there are some amazing churches in our area. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's another one. I'm like, if you throw a rock, you can hit a church in oh, East Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless you, you just can't throw. <laughs> yeah, if you can't even throw, I don't know what's wrong with you. But yeah, um, so there are tons of options to get plugged in with a good church body, and just you'll get loved on, and I get mean, loved on, and then reciprocate. And reciprocate yep. exactly. Yep. Yeah, right, we're made to give our lives away. Yes. And so yes. if you're having a rough day. Go do something for somebody else and you'll change you'll change yeah, your whole perspective. That's right. So yeah. Well thank you. 
And thanks for listening. And thank you guys for listening. And have a great day. Mm-hmm.